welcome to the Ketogenic Nutritionist channel. I'm your host, Temple Stewart. I'm a registered dietitian. I specialize in women's weight loss and helping you achieve those long-term weight loss goals. If you haven't already, subscribe to my channel to stay up to date on all things weight loss, insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, you name it, we talk about it. And I have an exciting quick little show for you guys. Today, I wanted to talk about intermittent fasting. I talk about this all the time with my clients. I think intermittent fasting is a fantastic tool to aid your weight loss journey. The thing is, is there's some important considerations that I'm going to go through today. I'm going to talk a little bit about the science of it, and then I'm going to give you the best foods to break your fast so that you don't undo all the work that you just did with your fasting. I'm also going to talk through some of my favorite fasting regimens for women specifically, because I think this is a really important thing that we need to discuss so that your hormones are optimized. So without further ado, let's get into it. So what is intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting in general is just time-restricted eating and or going without food for a period of time. Now, there are a billion different ways to do intermittent fasting, and I would encourage you to find the one that works for you. There's the 16-8 method where you eat for eight hours fast for six. There's the 5-2 method where you have you eat regularly for five days and then you fast two 24-hour times during that week. There is just specific fasting schedules that go along with your routine. So this would be like me, I eat breakfast and then an early lunch and then I fast. I usually try to cut lunch off around two or three. I fast till the next breakfast, which is around eight or 9 a.m. So my encouragement to you is to don't get really rigid with intermittent fasting. People take this and get really, really strict about it. And ultimately to be successful with intermittent fasting, this needs to fit your plan your family's lifestyle, it needs to fit your work schedule, it needs to feel natural. You don't and shouldn't be feeling extremely hungry and hangry and having all these cravings when you start intermittent fasting. I'm going to explain how to avoid that. So I'm just saying it needs to fit your routine. So I discussed some of the ways that intermittent fasting is followed. Again, I prefer to skip dinner and have a breakfast and early lunch. But let's talk about the why, why intermittent fasting, how it works for weight loss and the importance behind those. I think it's important to understand why you're doing these things, manipulating your dietary routines for weight loss. So you want to think about your body like a car, right? And I know you've heard this analogy, but when you're eating, you're fueling up, you're consuming calories, you're, you're giving your, your body, the car, what it needs to run properly. And during your fasting period, you switch to battery powered, right? So you're switching to battery, battery powered and you're burning up any of those stored energy stores that you have on the body. This could be in the form of fat cells, glycogen in the liver, et cetera. Now, the thing is, and one of the reasons why we live in such an obese and overweight society is that we constantly eat. We eat from morning to sundown. Some people are getting up in the middle of the night and eating. We are never truly tapping into those stored fat cells or stored fat stores and, and burning fat. So this is what intermittent fasting does. It works with your body to tap into those stored fat reserves. There's several hormonal changes that come with this, particularly with insulin and with growth hormones. So with insulin, when you consume food, your insulin levels rise and in a fasting state, they drop. Now there's several ways to achieve a low insulin level. You can do that through the ketogenic diet, which I talk about often or a lower carb diet. You cannot burn fat when insulin is high or when you are in a quote unquote insulin resistance state. Insulin is the quote unquote 
fat storing hormone. Now this is of course not all it does, but it is certainly puts you in that state while you are have high insulin levels. Now, insulin has a lot of functions in the body, but storing and moving glucose is one of its main jobs. Now the other hormone that's really affected is growth hormone. So fasting triggers growth hormone, which really aids in fat loss and muscle preservation. So when you go into an intermittent fasting state, whether you're doing that with time-restricted eating or you're doing the 5-2 method, your body goes into the state of fat breakdown, right? So it's breaking down these fat stores and using those fat stores for energy. It's essentially getting rid of all these storage methods. It also does a lot of autophagy. So that is one of the best benefits of intermittent fasting is it essentially cleans up, right? It cleans up the damaged cells, the broken cells, the ones that are dying off. It is it essentially goes through and cleans house and removes a lot of the damaged components. Now, this is really good for anyone suffering from autoimmune diseases or worried about their immune function, gut health, etc. Autophagy and in that autophagy state is very, very good. Fasting also teaches your body metabolic flexibility. So it, it teaches your body how to use not only glucose for energy, but also fat for energy, which is something most of us miss out on if we're being completely honest, right? We never get into that fat breakdown, that fat release stage in our body. And we're constantly, constantly eating and, and using that glucose for energy. Intermittent fasting teaches your body how to get into ketosis and break down fat for fuel, which is awesome. Now, of course, you're going to eat a calorie restriction when you do intermittent fasting. I believe in some calorie restriction when it comes to weight loss. I don't think it is the master. I think that you need some degree of calorie restriction to see long-term weight loss. And so with intermittent fasting, you are going to get into that calorie deficit, which is also going to help. And what a lot of people don't realize is calorie deficits do also help you regain insulin sensitivity as well. So you are getting some of that hormonal benefit from intermittent fasting as well. Now, of course, results may vary. And of course, everyone needs to talk about intermittent fasting with their physicians, because if you do have a medical condition, like you're on diabetes medications or high blood pressure medications, those might need to be adjusted a little bit with your physician. So none of this is medical advice, simply educational. Talk to your doctor and or medical team about any of that. For sure. So we've talked about how intermittent fasting works. Let's talk about how to do it correctly, right? So number one is you want to enter and start intermittent fasting eating of a diet. It's going to be very hard to switch into intermittent fasting if you're eating trash all the time, right? Because your blood glucose levels are going to be up. You're likely insulin resistant to some degree. And when you start intermittent fasting, you're going to pull those down and pull those down rapidly. And that may not be a very pleasant experience for you. So, right, you'll probably get into the keto flu a little bit. You'll probably feel really fatigued. So I encourage people that want to do intermittent fasting, clean up your diet first and then start working that way. So start maybe lessening the simple carbs, definitely getting rid of sugars, desserts, sodas, those types of things. But also looking at are you consuming a lot of pasta and flour and white bread? And that kind of stuff as well. Try to get your diet as close to lean meat and or, or meat, not just lean meat and non-starchy vegetables as possible. And then that way you're switching into more of a low-carb ketogenic state. And then you can move into intermittent fasting with ease. The second thing I would really encourage you to focus on is electrolytes, sodium, potassium, chloride, magnesium. All of these are super critical to feeling okay during intermittent fasting. They're super critical just for feeling good in life in general, but you need electrolytes to have pop proper metabolic processes going on in the body. So I really encourage you if you're doing intermittent fasting to really 
focus heavily on electrolytes. I personally love Element. I can put my code for them in the show notes. I use Element. I'll put salt in my water. I salt my foods. I eat high potassium foods like avocado, etc. I want my electrolytes to be on point when I'm intermittent fasting. And you can also do hydration and really focus on hydration while you're intermittent fasting as well so that you don't have any of those negative repercussions. So when you're looking at hydration for intermittent fasting, what can you have? You can have black coffee, you can have herbal teas that don't contain any calories. You can obviously contain or drink water. I sometimes will sprinkle a little salt in my water for the extra minerals, it feels great. And that's what you can consume during your intermittent fasting period. So what do you break your fasting period with? You wanna focus on meats, non-starchy vegetables, and things that are relatively easy to digest. I like to have some sort of soup, like a, a beef stew with lots of non-starchy vegetables and or co well-cooked meat and vegetables. The worst thing you can do is break your fast with like a, a giant junk food binge or even just over consuming a lot of whole grains or anything like that after a fast is really going to kind of throw your hormones for a little bit of a loop and you're not going to feel as great as if you were to kind of keep that lower carb state as you break the fast. You want to start slow as well. So I don't really recommend that people jump to having like a very large meal. Um, I think that you can start really slow and have a smaller meal. Make sure you're staying hydrated, um, avoiding really high sugar processed foods. Like I mentioned, making sure you chew really, really, really well when you break your fast as well can be very helpful. That way you don't experience any GI distress, et cetera. So what I would avoid food-wise, anything like I've already mentioned, desserts, cakes, candy, sodas, anything that has a higher glycemic index. Now, let's talk special considerations for women and fasting, right? So anytime women, you change your diets, you start intermittent fasting, et cetera, you have the opportunity to kind of mess with your hormones um, in, in a way that isn't maybe ideal. So let's talk about how to intermittent fast without necessarily causing anything to go haywire hormonally. First of all, you need to make sure you're eating enough during your feeding periods. If you start intermittent fasting and you're already under eating, that is gonna put you at a higher risk for having hormonal issues, right? So do not go into intermittent fasting if you're already under eating, you're having a hard time hitting your protein goals, et cetera. You wanna make sure that during your feeding window, you're getting proper nutrients. So I would recommend maybe tracking a little bit while you're considering this intermittent fasting journey. That way you can have an idea, okay, am I on the right track? Protein-wise, et cetera. The second thing, women, you don't need to do is do not fast the week before you start your period. Now, this is for females that are still of reproductive age and still cycling. That week right before your period is really critical for progesterone and other hormones to start begin the cycle essentially. And doing anything kind of extreme during that week, even if it's just excessively working out or under eating, et cetera, can sometimes throw off those hormones that are really needed to, to play in a symphony and, and keep your hormones aligned. So the week before the actual start of your cycle, I would avoid doing any um, any intermittent fasting that, that goes over 16 to 18 hours. Now, I still think you can stay within your normal 12 hour fasting window that everybody should just be doing nightly. Um, I just don't think you should do more than that in general. And perimenopause and menopause, there are some mild changes, but overall you can get away with fasting. Um, just don't quote unquote over fast. That's where we're fasting every single day. That's where we're never giving it a break. That's where we're only strictly fasting breakfast as well. That can negatively impact your cortisol levels. 
So I would highly recommend that if you are worried about your hormones at all, you really consider doing more of a um, dinner fast or evening fast, pulling that meal up as early as possible, maybe even skipping it a couple days of the week altogether versus skipping breakfast habitually. That will cause issues there. So those are some of the considerations I say for women. If you start seeing changes of under eating or signs of under eating that you're not properly being nourished. So like anything starts to happen with your cycle or you start to lose a lot of hair, you start feeling off, feeling fatigued, feeling a little bit of malaise, just not feeling a hundred percent. It may be time to back off of intermittent fasting and just focus on really dialing in your diet for some of those benefits you may be looking for, weight loss, etc. So those are my recommendations around intermittent fasting. I plan to come back and do a Sequel to this, if you have any questions, please feel free to drop them below. Make sure you're on my email list. I'm giving out tons of free meal plans and grocery lists and all the fun things. So I'll put the link to my free 14-day meal plan in the show notes as well so that if you want to become a part of our weight loss community uh, and, and get some of those freebies, they'll be there for you. Thanks again for listening. And if you have any questions, please feel free to put them in the comments.